The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley, and welcome to the big gig. We're wrapping up the week, a short week again, but it's being wrapped up this morning. 709 Watchdog Morning Show. We're here till 10, so stick around as long as you can. Be part of the program when you can. Phone us. We'd love to hear from you. would like to hear your voice. 304-232-8255, the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line, or just text in if it's easier for you. 304-214-1600. I get it. You're busy in the morning, don't always have time to give us a call to wait for Bob to chat with you and to put you on hold, for me to put you on the air. So, you know, if texting is working fine, that's okay. 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. We are off and rolling. Uh, Twenty. Oh, it's cold outside, buddy. It is cold. Well, it is. I uh, didn't get down to the teens, I don't believe, Howard, but I got 20 here uh, at the studios, and uh, I think it was like 22 when I looked out this morning, but I thought, hmm, this could be the first uh, night that we get down in, into the teens, but I, got, I don't believe. I, we were close. I got teens right now. 21 at the airport, 19 at the Highlands. Oh, okay. 15 in Elm Grove. Oh! Yikes! And then 20, you said 20, right? 20 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. Uh, and there is no feels-like temperature, so the wind is not too much out there. But still, we are at our best 20. Yeah, it's cold. It's so, uh, windshields were frosted over this morning. I don't know if yours were, but mine were frosted over this morning. Um, and uh, you, could see the, you could see the frozen flakes on the car as I got things going. Thank heavens for – well, you, you turn your car on early, and I have the remote start. Thank heavens I get the car started before I get in the car. Yeah, me, I, I think the same thing, but I make the effort. I you know, I just put my shoes on. Sometimes I just have shorts. I'll throw a toboggan on, and I start the you, Jeep. Please, and I, please tell me you didn't go out in shorts today. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm only out there just a couple minutes. Jeez. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's just so much better for me to get into that warm oh, car. Absolutely. You know, just it's like, man, that's the way you want to start your morning instead of freezing, yeah. shivering, Howard, driving into town, downtown Wheeling. And although my car warms up fairly quickly, I know that a lot of cars, cars that I've had in the past, I don't know about yours, if you don't warm it up ahead of time, it can take halfway here to get warm. That's exactly right. I mean, you get here and you start warming up. That, to me, that doesn't, okay, and I know you wait, you're wasting fuel. Is that a waste? No. Staying warm? No. I don't think that's a waste. No. Is, it, is it wasting fuel when you turn the heat on in your house? No, no. it is not. It's not. It is not. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, be warm this morning. This is the coldest, I think this is the coldest morning we've recorded, right, this year? If it's not, it has to be really, really close. <clears throat> it's uh, if it's definitely cold. It's going to be mostly sunny with a high around 39, they say, and I am thoroughly and completely confused about what we're supposed to expect for weekend snow. I've been trying to follow, uh, uh, Zach puts a lot of information on his social media page, Zach Petty from the Big Seven. Uh, he puts charts and graphs. Uh, I'm looking at one here from last night. Storm Tracker 7, snow accumulation Saturday into Sunday. But he, he, low end, under an inch, most likely one to three inches, 
could be three to four inches. That's I mean that's the that's the chart he's got here. I'm not picking on Zach. I guess they just can't figure out what's coming yet. Well, again, Howard, I can't even say meteorologist, but it looks to me like it's it's all coming down to the weather, right? Temperature, uh, I should say, instead of the weather. Of course, it's the weather. It that's what weather. we're talking about. <laughs> but it's the temperature because it looks like we're either going to get rain or we're going to get snow or a little rain and a little snow. But if it gets cold, I, I, I think that's where the, the, the biggest accumulation will come in, if it's cold enough where all that rain is snow. Does that make sense, Howard? I, I, absolutely. But again, like you, I'm, I, I can say meteorologist, but I am not one. So I, I don't know uh, what, what's going on. This is what Zach said, last, Zach said this last night. This does require an explanation. So read on. Keep reading, Howard. Models continue to drop totals for our area. Low-end amounts look favorable across eastern Ohio, most likely amounts of 1 to 3 in the northern panhandle, with the best in, uh, best instance of 2 to 3 inches in the eastern Wetzel County area. Then in capital letters, but all of this could change. <laughs> so Adam's along here in about uh, half an hour, and we'll see what he can tell us this morning. Uh, again, I I just can't fa- – I, here I can tell you two things. It's cold. There was some snow flurries this morning. <clears throat> there was frost on the windshield, and I guess there's the possibility for significant snow this weekend. And we'll try and get more with the, with Zach coming up a little bit later on. I'll tell you one thing that really helped yesterday, Bob. It wasn't as cold, but, boy, you know what helped me a lot? What's that? That great hot chocolate we had at the very end of the show. Desiree. Oh, man, Desiree, if she's still listening this morning, thank you so much. I didn't get to drink too much of it. When we were here, because she got it at the tail end of our show, but I took it with me to a, another meeting I had, and man, I was just drinking that. Co- it was so good, a hot chocolate. Well, again, we we did not exaggerate. When when you are chilled, I don't care if you're outside, inside, but you have that chill, and you're in it for a couple hours. You really that was the same way I was going to describe it, Howard. I'm not a big hot drink guy. But when it's cold and you have that chill and you get that in you, it, it makes a huge difference. Well, and that hot cocoa, I think it was from um, Sheets, right? It was. I mean, it had a great flavor to it. Uh, it was, It was. I mean, I, it was not only was it warming, but boy, it was It was just good. And I want to thank Desiree for having brought that into us uh, yesterday. And you're not feeling, still not feeling well, right? You know what? I thought I was making progress yesterday. Uh, whatever I've had, I've had it all week. And... Uh, I feel probably worse this morning, Howard, and it's Friday, right? Let me look. I'm, I'm, am, am I delusional? It's Friday, it, it right? Is, it is Friday. You've been this way all week. You think by the end of the week you're feeling better. Yeah, I mean, I have that feeling right now. It's 714. I just like wish I could say, Howard, I'm going to lay here on the floor. Uh, wake me up here in a couple hours. That's, that's where I'm at, but I'm sure I can <laughs> I can make it. we got less than three hours to go. The um, My thought this morning was, thinking about Desiree and having brought us coffee, or brought us cocoa yesterday, Maybe someone could bring you some chicken soup this morning. You know, it's, <laughs> well, the, it's the universal fix-all for your for for being sick. Maybe someone could bring you a nice bowl of chicken soup this morning. What I thought was going to do do the trick, Howard. I went and stopped at Respects, and I got you a donut, and I got me a donut. And I thought, okay, start the morning out with a little a little breakfast. Yeah, eh, picked Did, the wrong morning for that. Didn't work. Yeah, sometimes if you're sick, it, it sounds good, but it doesn't. It doesn't work. And don't, I don't know what you got yourself. You have got me a glazed. You like those glazed, don't I you? I love glazed. You know that. But they're they're really sweet and sugary. And if that, you know, 
that may not always sit well with the with the with the fluey stomach. So, anyways, I hope you get. But you got a busy weekend here. Well, it's a it's our busy basketball season, Howard. We have a busy football season and then a busy basketball season, and we have games tonight. Uh, Wheeling Central boys basketball tonight and tomorrow night. And you got Bob and Bear, uh, good old boys, tomorrow morning. We'll be here in the morning. Uh, depending on how much rain or, or snow we get, yeah, I think we'll be here, Howard. So it's uh, – I hope you feel better. I'm, well, since, thank you, Howard. Yes, I do too. 716 Watchdog Morning Show. What do we have today? Uh, Jeremy Smith heads the Navigator Program in West Virginia. Help raising awareness about how to get health coverage and helping uninsured people in West Virginia find and enroll in health insurance. He's going to be here. They're having a big push for this next week. He wanted to promote that for us today. He'll be here. Friday, travel day, Bill Bryson and I will chat with uh, folks from Avalon Waterways about an upcoming river Rhine River cruise. I took this cruise a few years ago. It was great. We were in Switzerland. We were in Germany. We were in France. We were in Amsterdam. Except I didn't get to go to the red light district. I was I was feeling the way you are today. So the rest of the crew did. Uh, we're going to talk about that today on our travel show. I'm assuming newspaper editor John McCabe is coming in. I to be brutally honest with you, I've not talked to John for a couple of days, but I assume he will be in to help with the Friday roundtable, looking back on this week's local news and end of the week. So Bob and I would look back on highlights of the week from this show uh, during the week. Seven seventeen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, a couple of headlines from the Morning Intel today that caught my attention that you may not have seen just yet because just out here this morning. Elgin McCardle is stepping down as the executive director of the Republican Party in West Virginia. And if I read between the lines here, it sounds to me like maybe she's going to be running for something. Remember, Monday is filing deadline day. Not deadline day, but you begin to file for offices in West Virginia on Monday. And I'm, I'm not, this is not what the story says, but it's kind of the way I'm reading it, that maybe she's stepping down as chairman in order to run for something. So uh, Morning Intel today says Elgin McCardle stepping down as Republican Party executive director. You can read the story there. Uh, also from the Intel today, the OVMC demolition begins next week. We talked about that with Bob Heron yesterday, but uh, just point that out. If you're in center wheeling, you're going to start to see actual demolition of those buildings. And while that is going to be a sign of progress, I know it's going to be a sign of uh, sadness for some people because those were important buildings to some folks. OVMC was an important part of, of people's lives. I don't think you could find anyone that wasn't connected somehow, either as a patient or your family was a patient or you worked there or your family worked there. Think about it, Howard. A lot of people went through those doors. Uh, absolutely. I was there. I was a patient there on uh, several occasions. Um Going back to when I had tonsils taken out way back when I was a kid, uh, Jason, my oldest son, was there uh, very early on in his life. Uh, my mom and my aunt came near their death there, I mean, that in the very ends of their lives. So uh, it was, and just speaking of my family, it was a big deal. Now, we had since moved on to Wheeling Hospital, but um, uh, anyways, OVMC demolition begins next week. So if you're down in the center Wheeling area, stay away from the cranes, but do be aware that uh, demolition is going to occur. Bob, you pointed out last week, and I think correctly so, and I didn't think about it until you did, one of the big stories of the year last year that we didn't focus on enough at the time was the Payton City water problem. I mean, that town was without water for weeks, and the chemicals were still in the system, and I guess they're still 
they're still in their aquifer down there. Yeah, it was kind of like a double dip. You couldn't drink the water, and then you had to wonder how much damage that already had, had done because you'd been drinking the water, and they said, no, 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 you, no, 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 you can't do that anymore. And apparently, uh, I read a story in the Morning Intel today, New Martin, I'll t- tell you the, what this is all about in a minute. New Martinsville says no to the PSC's idea of them managing the Payton City water system. But in this article, I read a couple of things I didn't know before. Apparently, that chemical came from a an old uh, dry cleaner shop that had been torn down years ago. Yeah, imagine that, Howard. I think we had wait, one here. Not the yeah. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, let me wait, let me let me check my mind. Do we have something like that happening right now? We here did, and you and I kind of asked some questions. Well, there had to be tanks, right, that held these chemicals. Did and the, was the, there any kind of? Uh, uh, they said, uh, uh, "Next question, please." They, they didn't want to go there, Howard. Right. And there was a what's right behind that cleaners. Fresh water. There's a stream. There's a stream right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I was thinking of my kid's school. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> anyway, um, so I learned that from this article in the Morning Intel today. Apparently, that's what they believe. This uh, P- the PCEs, they entered the water system last August, apparently uh, because of a dry cleaner that had gone out a bit some time ago. It wasn't like two weeks, it was, but it, and it just now it's leached into the ground, and these things are in the ground. The PSC had asked New Martinsville, Kind of a slap at Payton City, by the way. Uh, why don't you take over their water system? And New Mars said, nah, we we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Uh, again, morning intel story there today. Search executed at uh, Eastern Gateway Community College. Financial pr- troubles up there. Story seems to imply those are pretty big financial troubles. I don't know all the details going on, but Eastern Gateway Community College up in the Steubenville area uh, had uh, search warrants issued, and the guys in the in the jackets with the letters on the back came in and took all kinds of things, so be aware of that. And yesterday we talked with Brad McElhaney about this new LG plant. It's not a plant. That's the thing. Uh, LG Nova is the name of the company. LG, we know them from TVs and so on. And they are coming to put a $700 million investment in West Virginia. Um, on our show, Brad called it a brain farm. On Hoppy's show, he called it an idea factory. I still don't fully understand this, but if you want to get a little better idea, I encourage you to read Brad's piece this morning in WVMetroNews.com where he gives a better idea of what this is all about. And I find it very exciting, Bob, because it's an economic development effort that is finally looking to the future, not to the past. You know, we're always talking about, you know, gas and coal and and, and doing things we've done before, and this is a this is high tech, totally different than anything we've done in West Virginia. And if it works, oh, I said if it works, this could be a big game changer. I, well, I went back and forth on this, Howard, because number one, I don't understand it. I don't and, either. And number two, I thought, okay, are they just going to get around here and throw some ideas? This is like you said, a think tank. And I thought, well, wait a minute, that's a lot of that's a lot of money, seven hundred million dollars. They have to do more than just sit around and throw some ideas around to see what sticks. But I'd like to see them make some TVs. How about that idea? <laughs> well, I think that when they the governor a couple of days ago sort of let leak that LG was making this big investment, and I'm going to tell you, everybody thought, ah, a TV plant is coming. Well, no, it's it's not. But I'm like, I truly don't. I told Brad this yesterday, but Brad told us the same thing. He said, look, I I don't quite get this. Uh, but he does have a pretty good piece about it. I can call it to your attention at WVMetroNews.com. So those are some things happening in the news world that uh, maybe you hadn't caught yet this morning, and I thought I would call them to your attention. It is 723, 23 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's a Friday, so uh, Bob and I have uh, sat back and uh, 
reflected upon the week gone by here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Short week for us. Really, when I thought about it last night, three days worth of highlights to look for because we weren't here on Monday. And today is Friday. I don't have a highlight from today just yet. So, but I did. Ha- I have. I think we did a pretty good week for a short week this week. I jotted down three really, really quick. And uh, we'll talk about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'm not buying till I checked on Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Live and local, every weekday, with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. everybody wake up everybody wake up wake up wake up you know what struck me this morning bob and this is dumb because nancy i hope no 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 mornings are usually good calm and quiet in our house normally we're okay it's (laughs) it's not until midday that things get can get a little rough um i was driving past a couple i was i was a few minutes later than usual and so i was driving past several school buses this morning and it just struck me, which is dumb. This has been the case for years. I get up. I'm still half asleep. I get up. I quickly get ready and get in here. And I'm thinking, these kids on that school bus, 
They've been up for an hour or so. You know, they have to get up. They have to get ready. They have to get dressed. They have to go to the bus stop. They have to get on that bus. And I'm getting here early because we have an early radio show. These kids have got to be at school really early. I know this has been an issue for the school board. They talk about it all the time. But it just really struck me. I'm looking at all those kids, and I'm thinking, now, man, you know, I'm tired. All, I, I'm, I'm tired, and they've got to be tired. And they don't go to bed as early as we do either, so no. they're not getting the sleep they need. I know. I, so I, I haven't heard any talk this this year about that changing the start time at the schools, but um, it just hit me, just struck me when I was I was there looking at these buses beside me. Do you think the whole idea of starting early like that was because of sports? Sports start right after school. They have to start at a certain time, so you couldn't really start later because – the, the yeah. athletics would start later. And and that is the problem they're having now in trying to decide whether they want to start it later because if you start later, everything gets done later. It's not just sports now, but we've talked, you know, kids have after-school jobs and so on, and it just it, it doesn't fit the style that people have gotten accustomed to. Um, but I, the main I, thing is, right, help me out here, Howard, <laughs> the main thing is – an environment where these kids can learn. Can learn. <laughs> so everything else you would think would come after that. And as we've heard from David Croft and from um, uh, 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 Zatterholt and others, the science shows that. I mean, research shows it quite clearly. Kids do better, especially high school kids. They do better if they can start a little bit later. That's how I almost killed Al Zodman. I yawned. <laughs> it was the first day at Wheeling Park, the very first class, and I was exhausted. And I went, <sighs> and that's what started the whole he chain reaction, Howard. Which led to him having a heart attack. Yes, right in front of us. <laughs> anyway, but it just struck me this morning, and it's nothing different today than any other day, but I just looked at those buses, and I thought, all these kids out and about. That's too early. It is. It is. It is too early. Uh, listen, if you're just getting up, uh, let me tell you, it's a cold morning. 21 at the airport, 19 at the Highlands, 15 in Elm Grove, and 20 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Forecast is sunny and high of 38 today, but then into the weekend, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what Adam has to say coming up a bit later on. So I sat down last night, Mr. Slider, and uh, took a skim through the notes of the week gone by. And uh, even though it's a short week, I realized we had some pretty good stuff this week. Yeah, and I thought this was more personal for me this week because uh, I'm just going to start out with DK Wright. I'm looking at an opportunity to, to talk to DK very, very often, and uh, I think the world of her. She's one of my favorite people here in uh, the great town of Wheeling, West Virginia. And she did. She called in yesterday, and uh, I got a chance to, to talk to her a little bit off air, and then uh, she joined us on air. So that was a highlight for me, Howard. I think that uh, that's I hadn't thought about that, but that was good. It was different. We've had some different voices this week. Bob Westfall's on vacation. Yeah, nothing so. against Bob or Brenda. <coughs> well, but it's good to hear from Brenda occasionally. And yes, DK, we very seldom get to hear. Very from, seldom. So that's uh, that's good. On the news front this week, I thought we did a pretty good job for a short week. Obviously, we spent a lot of time on the story about the homeless, and I just will say that I think sometimes I'm proud of how much we are able to get into the big story that people are talking about around town. And and certainly the whole issue of the homeless, the homeless camps, the managed camps, the free shelter, what's going to happen. We, we kind of got ahead of that, I think, uh, before council debated it and before they decided to put a pause on it. So, uh, again, I thought we did a pretty good job with that homeless story. Tied into that in terms of news, it was just really good to talk to Bob Heron yesterday. Uh, City Manager Heron was here in studio with us. Actually, part one and part two, 
He got up, put his coat on, started to walk out, and he says, you know, there's some other stuff I'd like to talk about. Sit right down. <laughs> Number two on my list, because, uh, again, anytime he's here, you learn so much. He, he, he just has that, that knack of explaining uh, to everyone, you and I and everyone listening. And, yeah, you don't see that very often. You, you say goodbye, shake hands, put your coat on, and, uh, oh, by the way, I got to go on a call. Sit back down. So it was great. He spent a whole hour with us. It was good to talk to Ryan Weld. Um, we have talked to Ryan Weld occasionally over the years. I have not always gone along well with him. Um, but he was here in studio, and uh, he gave us some good thoughts about a little insight into the whole uh, Department of Highways and the bridge problems and so on. And I thought that was, a, that was a pretty good segment as well. Now, I put here in parentheses with a question mark Matt Robeson because Matt is always good. I like Matt, my friend Matt. He and I spent the hour on Monday talking about uh, Trump 2024. Um but we're going to be talking to Matt so often over the next couple of months and throughout this year that I don't want to put him in every week. But, but Matt was a good show, too. Yeah, I, I thought Senator Weld was right on the money. That, that's for listeners, Howard, on both sides of the river, you know, that, that use those bridges yeah. that are wondering what the hell is going on. Well, he told us what was going on. Number one on my list, and you know it's a biggie, to, to not bog Bob Heron off at number one. And it wasn't just how nice she was. It, 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 it wasn't just that she brought uh, the, the hot chocolate into us. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's a man. <laughs> Always it, count on some good food. Wow. Because my biscuit. I can, you, smell, I can smell it from here, Thank Howard. Thank you very much. You're not feeling good. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thank you, you Jerry. No yeah. food for you. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> the voice of the Maroon Knights, Jerry Thank Ames. You. Hey, you losing weight, pal? Well, there's broadcast he does, Howard. Yeah, okay. You look good. Yeah, thanks. You look good. But, I don't want people to get a bad idea when I say Jerry looks good. I, but <laughs> no, Jerry knows the layout here, right? And yeah. Jerry takes really good care of us. He it, this occasionally happens, right? Yeah. We, we get breakfast. Desiree was not familiar with the layout, oh, and no. I talked to her a couple times on the phone, and I said, Desiree, look, I really appreciate what you're attempting to do here, but I think you might have bit off a little bit more than you could chew. She has never been here. She's not. And get it's here. confusing anyway with all those. I don't know how to get here half the time. <laughs> All those workers and everything. But it was her effort, Howard. She just was so determined. She said one way or another, I'm I am going to deliver those drinks for you and Lola and Howard. And I just, she really made my day. And it was the highlight of the week for me, Howard. I, I, I didn't put on my list, but I, would, I could not uh, debate that for sure. Uh, we talked about Bob Heron. It was during the Bob Heron interview, but I particularly wanted to pull out as a separate item the conversation we had with Bob about his son, Ryan, who walked the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, and again. That was a fascinating story. I don't know if we'll ever meet or know anyone again who, who did, does it the whole way like that. I mean, that's incredible. That was his whole summer, basically, devoted to, 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 uh, to walk that and to make it back home. That, that's tough to do. I know a few people who have, I have talked to, I shouldn't say no person, but I have talked to a few people who have walked segments of the trail. Uh, I've never talked to anyone who's walked the entire trail all at one time in particular. But it was just pretty, it was as part of the Bob Heron interview. But I pulled that out as a separate highlight because the conversation we had about about his son walking the Appalachian Trail and some things that I learned, you know, about I don't I never did fully understand how you do that, you know. I think it was a really good week for us to to learn things, Howard. And, and you're right, we 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 always do with Bob, but this was on a personal note, and it was awesome. Now, number two on mine, and it was a tie almost for number one. Number two on mine, and this is personal, completely personal. I don't think the rest of anybody cared about nearly as much as I did. Uh, we talked about Hoppy Kerchival's retirement. 
Hoppy put a column out, commentary out this week about the thoughts he's having right now about how much longer can he keep on doing what he's doing, how much longer before he wants to spend more time with his family, how much longer uh, does he have, you know, health-wise and so on. And Hoppy's commentary hit me and hit me hard because every single thing he said in there are, is something I have thought about real specifically. And it was very personal. It was not something that really, I don't think, got too many other people's attention. But that was, for me, a big one. But, Bob, once again, sir, you make my number one. You are my number one highlight of the week. I'm a little bit shocked here, Howard. When you correctly brought to our attention the connection between Big Brother, YouTube, and Comcast. Ah. <laughs> that was a, a perspective. You, you were talking about well, you've been saying it for years. I, well, I have. I mean, I think the machines. I got all you know. I got all these machines right now in front of me. I have my iPad, my iPhone, the computer, and so on. I, especially the 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 i devices. I think they listen to us. I, I firmly do. And here's an update for you, Howard. I haven't gotten anything about Barney Miller since. Just that one day, it showed me on the recommended. Hey, you might like this. This season three or season seven. Because I had just recorded that night before, but this week, no mention of Barney Miller. So you know just why? that one day. You know why. Why? YouTube and Comcast got said, we think he's discovered the secret. Him and that Monroe, they figured it out. We'd better stop this. Stop it abort, for a while. Abort. 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 <laughs> anyways, that was my number one of the week. You and uh, your awareness of, and correct, correctly so, of uh, Big Brother paying attention. But the story, in case you weren't here. Uh, Bob uh, watched Barney Miller on Comcast. Yes, and then later that night, YouTube suggested, "Well, you might you might you think might about this." Watch Barney Miller. Yes, yeah, they're paying attention. Those are my uh, highlights of the week, uh, and Bob's as well. If you have others, you can text them to us three zero four two one four sixteen hundred the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Now, I am going to unwrap this sandwich while we head over to the news desk at WTRF TV and see what uh, Taylor has to say, and then we'll talk to Adam about this. Snowy, that's a question mark there. Weekend, we'll see. It's all coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show for a Friday. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 5th. Multiple state and federal departments, including the Auditor of Ohio's Special Investigations Unit, conducted a search warrant at Eastern Gateway Community College yesterday in Steubenville. Our sister station in Youngstown reports the search pertains to ongoing investigations concerning the campus but is separate from the August indictments against former administrators at the college. Yesterday in Washington, the International Trade Commission discussed a case brought by Cleveland Cliffs regarding manufacturing in Weirton. Local union leader Mark Liptis testified about the impact of tin mill imports from countries like China, Germany, and Canada on American manufacturing. He highlighted the practice of price dumping where goods are sold below market value, which he says has led to the layoff of 300 workers in Weirton since mid-2022. Senator Joe Manchin noted that these imports equate to several months of production at the Cleveland Cliffs plant. West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito, Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown, and Congressman Johnson also spoke on Cleveland Cliff's behalf. They call the anti-dumping case not just a matter of protecting American industry, but a national security issue as well, with the tin produced by Cleveland Cliffs being used in canned food products. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announced a special election date for the 6th Congressional District to fill the district's upcoming vacancy held by Congressman Bill Johnson. The election schedule will include a partisan primary occurring on March 19th and the general election occurring on June 11th of this year. 
Representative Johnson communicated with the governor his resignation effective at the end of the day on January 21st. The formal communication of the resignation allows the governor to call the special election and issue a writ of election. And last Friday, a vehicle search was conducted by detectives from the Belmont County Sheriff's Office. They discovered narcotics, including fentanyl, crack cocaine, other paraphernalia, and a handgun. But a more detailed search uncovered a bag of antique coins totaling over a half million dollars. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. And the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Stuck inside these four walls. Sent inside forever. Oh, that's really good. Man, man. Steve from St. C. Jerry, thank you very much. This is one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've had in a long time. The biscuit is flaky and flavorful, buttery. The sausage is, you didn't eat one because of your illness. I'm going to try to maybe wait to the top of the hour. It's it's very spicy, so you know that might be an issue for you. If you choose not to eat it, well, you know, I'll be here. It will not go to waste. Yeah, about. And we say it every time because Jerry takes care of us. It's the biscuit. The is, biscuit look, is top notch. This is one of the best biscuits I've had in a long time. I mean, again, very buttery, very flaky. Mm, it's perfect. And since you brought a glazed donut earlier, which I've not had, this is like dinner and dessert. I'll have my, I'll have my sandwich here. And then later I'll have my uh, dessert with the glazed donut. And once again, look there, Howard. After Thursday's show, the Donnie Gilbert show, there's crumbs. There's it's all Donnie. over in there. It Jeez. is Donnie's fault. You know, I know we have this new policy about don't eat in the studio. And Donnie has got to stop it because he makes a mess. Let's go over to Big 7, WTRF TV, and Adam Fike is here. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm eating a nice sausage biscuit this morning. It's really good. I got a glazed donut waiting for me. 
I'm feeling good this morning. When food is here, I'm feeling even when it's 20 degrees, I still feel good with food around. I wish I could say the same because my as soon as you said that, I wish you could hear it. My stomach just started grumbling really loud. <laughs> well, this is a particularly good uh, a good sausage biscuit this morning, so it was it was really good. Listen, we'll do a, a walkthrough of the forecast. It's going to be a cold day. It's a cold morning, going to be a little bit warmer as the day goes on. But I am thoroughly confused, and I know we've talked about it every day, about what's going to happen this weekend as far as snow goes. I was reading a lot of stuff that Zach was putting on social media last night, and I swear, no offense to Zach or to you or to anybody, I still can't figure out what the heck we're going to get coming this weekend. Howard, let me be completely honest with you. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. You don't know either. If you ask any meteorologist in the weather community what's going to happen, if you ask 100 meteorologists what's going to happen, you're likely going to hear 50 to 100 different answers. Everyone has their own opinion. There's a model that someone prefers to choose, for example. If you look at the National Weather Service, National Weather Service tends to underestimate the strength of systems. Okay. So they're going to, like, for example, they're giving us National Weather Service is saying, oh, we're going to see zero to one inches of snow as a precaution. They don't want to overhype it. While places like AccuWeather all week have been saying three to six inches. Now, that much is not likely, but that's where I typically fall somewhere into the middle. I don't try to overhype it, but I also don't want to undersell it either. You're never going to see me like, oh, that storm was stronger than anticipated. No. You typically see me where I overestimate the system a little bit just on the side of caution, which is why you heard me say that you may have heard me say this morning, we will see one to three inches of snow in isolated spot and higher, higher trains may see up to four inches. Um, people get a little frustrated when they think that the, the hyping is being done to, I don't know, sell bread and milk at Kroger's or something. But the truth matter is I, I buy your philosophy, which is I would rather people be concerned, aware and alert more than they be complacent and comfortable and be surprised that things got worse. I mean, that's my way. Whether it's a, talking about a flooding or snow or whatever, I'd rather you be prepared for the worst or at least be pre- prepared for bad and be happy when it's good. Oh, absolutely. I used the prime example back in, I think it was the fall of 2022. National Weather Service and Climate Prediction Center wasn't even anticipating storms. And there was multiple tornado warnings through western Pennsylvania, one of which my parents drove through. No one was talking about it. So it's like, even though there was a chance, you still need to talk about that chance. It's why you hear Zach and I say a lot, oh, in the springtime especially, like, our tornado chance is low, but it's not quite zero. Right. We'll keep an eye on it. Well, let's walk through what we're looking for this week. Today, uh, it, very cold morning right now. We're, in the, we're roaming right around 20 pretty much everywhere. We are going to warm up, um, but not, I mean, we're not going to get warm. It's going to be in the 30s this morning, this, today, right? Yeah, I mean, this morning, I would say our average right now is actually probably about 19 degrees. Yeah. Some spots closer to I-77, like Cambridge, currently at 15. That's cold. But we should notice with the sunshine throughout the day today, I mean, we're already starting to see some of that now. We should see our temperatures warming up like the past couple days into that mid to upper 30s. So somewhere between 35 and 39 this afternoon. So not, I mean, it, it's, it's wintertime, so it's, it's not a summery day, but it's not, it's not a bad no. day. Sunny, you know, high 30s or so there. Then the snow, if we get, well, we'll probably get some snow. 
whatever snow we get starts tomorrow. Is that right? Yep. So the time frame, what I'm thinking right now is we're going to see precip starting sometime between, let's call it 8 and 11 a.m. is when it's going to start. Okay. It's going to be that snow and rain mix, more so snow. Nothing too heavy as the system starts. But as we head in towards lunchtime, the issue here is heavy precip will definitely be over us come lunchtime. The issue is our temperature is going to be right at freezing. So some spots, especially south of I-70, could see a little bit more in the way of rain, while spots north of I-70 could see a little bit more in the way of snow. Okay. And then temperatures decrease through the afternoon and becomes all snow until after dinner time. So that 4 to 6 p.m. time frame, we see the precip out for at least Saturday evening and overnight before a few more snow showers roll in Sunday. So Saturday, kind of, I'll call it on and off. We will see snow, not continually, but a little here, a little there, right? It, the, the thing is, it's, I wouldn't say on and off. The better term, it's going to be constant all day. It's just a matter, is it going to be How rain much? or snow? Okay, I got you. How much of each is actually mixing in since temperatures are going to be right at freezing. Then back to some At this time, our most recent models, who honestly tend to be a little more accurate since they're higher definition. Think of more pixels. They are giving us a little bit more in the way of snow than rain, so that's the way I'm tend- trending towards is more snow rather than rain, but okay. still l- just light accumulations. And then again, some more snow on Sunday. Yep, on and off. Snow- Sunday is going to be the on and off day, Howard. So think of you see a snow shower, 30 minutes later it's cloudy, and then you don't snow for a couple hours, and then it snows again. Okay. Sunday, you might see it dusting, but that's it. Now, it looks like, uh, if I'm reading things right, it looks like the snow probably is, is gone by the weekend. We'll have a couple of days, snow-free days in the beginning of the week, right? Yep. So early next week, Monday, we're not going to see any precip. Tuesday and Wednesday, once again, we see another system coming on through. But at least with that system, temperatures are going to be in the 40s. So it makes it a little bit easier to predict. Tuesday, we could see a few snow showers early in the morning, but it's going to quickly transition to rain. So accumulation, I'm not expecting it. Much of the day Tuesday, we see rain. And then Wednesday, we start off the morning with rain. Temperatures drop throughout the day, and we transition back to snow, where we could see a light dusting Tuesday afternoon through, I would say, midnight into Thursday. All right. Right now it is cold, 21 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 19 at the Highlands. I've got 15 at my backyard weather station in Elm Grove and uh, 20 degrees here at the uh, Watchdog Radio Network studios. So uh, it's, uh, well, I'll call it 20, but as you point out, it's actually a little less than that, really. So it's a cold morning. Had to uh, scrape the windshields this morning. Well, I didn't. I turned the car on and I let it defrost itself. But, <laughs> but the windshields were covered with uh, some frost, so you've got to be aware of all that this morning as you get up and get going. Adam, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. We will see how the snow comes this weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Talk to you then. Thank you. Seven fifty ten to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Do we know any more than we did? No, pretty much. How uh, how cold is it going to get? Is it going to rain or snow? It's, it's what you said. Just it might rain, might snow. Make it co- it's going to get cold. How, co- how cold will it be? We'll see. Seven fifty ten to the hour. Slider on sports not far away. Hey there, Dave Weekly here, your host from Metro News Hotline. 
Get ready for an epic journey every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. We've got all the excitement you need from sports to tech, music, pop culture, and everything in between. Join Coop and I as we bring you engaging discussions, captivating interviews, fun games, and the latest sports and entertainment headlines that will keep you hooked. Metro News Hotline is your go-to source for sports, news, entertainment, and most importantly, fun. Tune in weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News and WVMetroNews.com. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We, we are the Watchdog on FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. Downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown. Downtown. Just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Our downtown has a lot of traffic going on and traffic cones. There's a bobcat. There's a backhoe. There's a crane. (laughs) Oh, my God. What's coming at me? The bulldozer's coming to get me. Do you ever, when, I don't know if you go up 12th Street. Or if you, you I try to, not to. <laughs> every time I hit that corner of 12th Street uh, and Market, which are closed off, you can go through the intersection, but they're closed off on both sides. I keep picturing one of those big machines coming out of the, the out of Market Street coming after me. You know, it's like, is it going to come get me? Is it going to come get me? Uh, seven to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack, auction service text line, 304214. 1600 Bobby, that's you. Uh, hope that you shake your bug, get lots of rest today. Thank you. I am trying, but the rest didn't work too much yesterday. That's what I did yesterday. Now you t- you got a good bit of rest yesterday, but it didn't uh, didn't seem. No, to my happen. neck hurts, my body hurts, and I'm, I'm I'm just not well, Howard. What the hell's happening here? I don't want to tell him he's getting old. <laughs> yeah, well, I know that. <laughs> and this temperature isn't helping either, by the way. So, Wow, Howard, you must be still on the planning commission. Yes, I am. Yes, he is. Uh, you must still be on the planning commission, kissing up to the city manager like that. Oh. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if you want to call it kissing up. I think Bob Heron We is, appreciate him. I appreciate the work he does, and I don't think – I think people need to understand how important he is to the operation of the city of Wheeling. Um I, I don't know if that's called kissing up or not. I don't care if you want to call it that. I don't get the connection to I'm still on the planning commission, so I'm kissing up the city manager. I don't. I don't. Get well, that I maybe read into it that maybe that helps keep you on the planning commission, Howard. You know. Well, it is true that the 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 appointment comes from the city manager. Bob Harris is the one who there you go who appoints you, and I think I'm up next year. So, 
I don't know. Anyways, uh, the uh, Frio Stack Ox Service text line open and available for yins to use if you would like to. Six before the hour, time for Slider on sports. Last night in Boston, Captain Sidney Crosby <clears throat> scored on the power play to snap a third-period tie and added two assists, lifting the Pittsburgh Penguins to a 6-5 to five win over the Boston Bruins. The win for the Penguins snapped a four-game winning streak for Boston. Next up for the Pens, they host the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night, game time, 7.05. It's a high school boys basketball night on the Watchdog Radio Network. If we're going to suck up to anybody, it's going to be Jerry Ames, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jerry Ames is a great guy, the voice of the Maroon Knights. Uh, you know, and I'd say he's, look, he's losing weight. He's oh, looking, he's terrific. He's looking Jerry good. is terrific. Yeah, keep we'll the, suck keep, up. Keep the food coming, Jerry. <laughs> Tonight, live from East Wheeling, it's Wheeling Central and Clarksburg, Notre Dame. Tip-off at 7.15. We'll get on the air at 7.05. Tomorrow night, the Maroon Knights travel to St. Mary's. Can't make the trip? No problem. We'll have it all here starting at 7.20 with the voice of the Maroon Knights, Jerry Ames. The and inimitable Jerry Ames. Ames. And some guy named Ryan Storm. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't bring us any food. Nah, he so. doesn't bring food. <laughs> For an afternoon full of sports talk, join the Pine Room Podcast on the Watchdog Radio Network in the studio. Coach Matt, Jared, and Jub, the Pine Room Boys, from noon to 3. Don't miss it. And a reminder for our Saturday morning, bright and early start to your Saturday morning, Chris Lawrence from 7 to 8, the West Virginia Outdoor Show. And then a thing we call Good Old Boys on Sports with Baron Bob. That's from 8 to 9 with yours truly and Brian Beresford out in Columbus. And then from noon... From 9 to noon, it is the Paul Harris Saturday Morning Sports Huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slider on Sports Time, 7.57. Sports all week long, but in particular on Saturdays, we really have a, a full lineup for you. Do we have WVU on Saturday? I think we do. I have a game. Let I me look here, Howard. I don't see it. Yeah. Men's oh, yeah. 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 yeah, we do. Uh, Houston. WVU at Houston, 1 o'clock. You can catch that on both WKKX and WVLY. So it's a, really a full day uh, Saturday of sports uh, from, from beginning to end pretty much. So stick around with us. And uh, we have the Browns just for Bob Heron too. <laughs> yes, for Bob Heron. We put Let's that on special. again. Let's suck up to Heron. Only again. for Bob. <laughs> we'll put the Browns on there. It's three before the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Did you, did you see this story about what the cops found when they had a uh, – uh, a traffic stop this week. Police in Ohio say they found a half million dollars worth of stolen coins wow. during a traffic stop. Belmont County Sheriff's Office said they performed a traffic stop. During the stop, they found, that's not surprising, pills, okay, cocaine, fentanyl. That's, I mean, that's, you find that when you make a stop. And a half million dollars in coins. Isn't that a strange thing to find? I mean, it is, but if they'd have been quick on their feet, they'd have said, you know what, can't really explain the, the fentanyl, the cocaine, but don't you dare touch those coins. We we were the high bidder at the Frio Stack auction service <laughs> uh, online. Those are our coins. Leave those alone. <laughs> After some investigating, the police found the coins were stolen from an elderly man's home in the Grandview Heights area of Columbus. That's a lot of coins. <clears throat> Officials say the man was a coin collector. Not the thieves, but the, no. the one from whom they stole. 50-year-old Jason Skaggs, 29-year-old Jasmine Skaggs of Columbus, both were A couple arrested. beauties. Did you see their, their pictures? I did not see their pictures. <laughs> yeah, go they, check that out. Yeah. Did The kind who would collect coins. Did it look like coin collectors to you? <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Um, they're both currently in the Belmont County Jail facing charges of receiving stolen property. 
having a weapon under disability and improperly handling a firearm in a motor vehicle. I just found, I mean, it's it's a fairly typical story. Stop on the road, you know, pills, cocaine, fentanyl, drug dealing, you get that. And then I just pictured the guy saying, whoa, Eureka. Bob, Bob, come back here. <laughs> Look at this. You got more drugs back there? No, I got a half million dollars in gold. coins back here. <laughs> There's gold in them there, Hills. It's a, it's a treasure chest. It's a treasure hunt underway. So I, I just found that kind of fun. All right, almost 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, Bill Bryson in next hour. We're going to talk about the Rhine River Cruise. I've taken that cruise. Man, is it fun. Uh, quite enjoyable. We'll talk about that with folks from Avalon Waterways. Jeremy uh, West is in from the uh, Westview Navigators program to be ta- Jeremy Smith, excuse me, to be talking about uh, helping you get uh, your insurance discounted a little bit. Uh, and I'm hoping later that McCabe and I will talk about the news of the week. I don't know for sure. From ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. Five days into 2024, the last...